Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm Road Podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Yonders. I'm here with a quick episode from The Vault. And this is actually from a really, really recent product that we put out on Google Local Service Ads. So if you've never used Google Local Service Ads, I would highly recommend listening to this episode. Even if you have used Google Local Service Ads, it's a very interesting history of how things ended up coming to where they are with marketing right now. We kind of go over the major updates that have happened over the last couple of decades. But um, anyways, super quick one. And I hope something you enjoy. And I'll see you next week on the Law From Growth Podcast. Welcome to the training. This is the set and forget online list lead system for attorneys. And I'm super excited to have you guys here. We really have a huge opportunity here right now, especially if you have yet to successfully implement online advertising, especially with the stuff that you have in place with beyond intake to make sure that you're doing things with leads. This is absolutely the best opportunity for attorneys right now. I don't think it's going to last forever. But for the time being, and I'm probably talking about a scale of years, not months here, there's such a window open for people to really get the highest quality potential traffic in a way that can really bootstrap a lot of things in your law firm. So before we get started, I wanted to get into a little bit of a history lesson for you guys. I haven't been around too much in terms of the background, but uh, you know I've been around the block for a little bit, but I wanted to uh, take you guys all the way back to kind of the history of online advertising. So when things ended up starting, the first real advertising that happened on the internet was on platforms like Yahoo. Yahoo wasn't the only one, but it was definitely the biggest. And everything was done on banner ads and built in a way that was called pay per impression. And that's advertised to CPM, which is cost per meal. It's in French for some reason. But essentially, you'd put a banner up, you could pay Yahoo 5000 or 10000 or a million dollars, depending on where it was, to be in front of a bunch of people. We're going to get into the pros and cons of that approach as time went on. But um, huge innovation, and this ended up being the core product that really catapulted Google to being the company is today. But um, this huge innovation was done with uh, pay-per-click. So moving from being able to say, hey, XYZ person saw this, to XYZ person clicked on this. This was a network that was originally known as Overture, but it was acquired and basically rolled up into Google and, and made to Google AdWords. So this was in the early 2000s. And I actually got my cut my teeth on this platform back in 2014, 2015, we were taking our first agency clients. Then finally, we have had this recent innovation of Google local service ads. So these have been around for a couple of years. And basically, we've moved from pay-per-click to pay-per-lead. And I'll kind of explain why that's such an important thing in a little bit. But um, to kind of go through this, uh, let's start off with what the kind of pros and cons of this model were originally, right? So back in the day, let's say it's 1999, you're paying for a bunch of ads on, on Yahoo, right? The good thing is that relatively speaking, this stuff is pretty cheap. And if you want to think about this, there's actually some fantastic network that people do a lot of good work on, right? Facebook, technically a CPM network, YouTube, TikTok, these are all CPM networks. And the big advantage of these things are really not expensive, right? But the risks that we have to deal with when we're talking about these networks is one, is anyone seeing this? And two, is anybody clicking? So unfortunately, you're going to be paying for these ads regardless of whether people take any action whatsoever. So these were the big risks. And this was what PPC ended up kind of evolving out of, right? So they basically de-risked it when we introduced the PVC model. And by we, I mean, you know, the good folks over at Google. And basically, this was kind of a win-win, right? So Google ended up actually being able to charge more 
because they essentially built the risk into the platform, right? So instead of paying 10 bucks for a million people who may or may not click, what if you paid $1 for every person that clicked? And that was basically the bargain. So Google's technically making more if they're able to target better. And this, you know, whatever, 20 years later, we can ask whether that was a good thing or not, but that kind of kicked off a lot of the stuff. And advertisers were generally a little bit more satisfied to take this because they knew that there was an action taken, at least that action of the click being taken to see their stuff, right? Unfortunately, this did also come with some risks. So the biggest risk that would happen under the pay-per-click model, so again, you're only going to pay when somebody ends up clicking on your ad, but what's happening after that click ends up landing on your website? Are they browsing around? Are they closing the site? Or are they filling out a form? Or are they picking up the phone and calling the number on the website, right? That ended up being a huge focus for a lot of the advertisers. That was actually where I ended up focusing when I opened up our AdWords practice back in 2014 really, really hammering down on conversion rate stuff to make sure that, hey, you know, we're not trying to shave 20 cents off of a click, but if we can get your conversion rate up from one in 10 people to one in four people, then you're getting a lot more pull on the end, right? The second question, are the right people clicking? So again, if you can have a phone call, that's great. But what if the phone call is looking for something that's completely unrelated? With legal, it's kind of tough because there's this effect that um, we'll, we'll talk about this as time goes on, but um, there's sort of a attorney blindness, right? Somebody could call up and let's say you're an immigration attorney, they call you up and they say, hey, you know, hey, by the way, um, you know, my cousin got hit by a car last week, or, you know, hey, my uh, grandma's, you know, getting taken advantage of in this nursing home or blah, 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 right? They just think that you're an attorney, you can do everything. Unfortunately, you're not going to get a refund from that from Google. Um, you're not even going to get a refund from people who aren't going to end up picking up the phone uh, or like you're clicking, but not calling you or contacting you either way. So it's basically kind of on you to do stuff in the way. As time's gone on as well, Google has made it much, much harder to control things. Huge change that ended up happening. This is why we ended up eventually not taking new clients for AdWords stuff back in 2019. Google was doing some really, really shady stuff. So they were, you know, not really telling you what keywords you used to be able to say, hey, I got this click. Uh, they typed in divorce attorney Davenport, Iowa or whatever, right? They hide a lot of this information. So it's much, much harder to actually control um, what's being searched in terms of the keywords, which is ultimately the mechanism that they had. So Pay-per-click was a huge innovation. It still exists, it still as well, but there are certain things you have to take responsibility for if you want to do that. And again, the costs are pretty high. Now, the cool thing about pay-per-lead is that it directly addresses both of these challenges. So basically, are the people the click converting? Well, the cool thing is that we're not even going to be worried about people who don't click because you're only paying for conversions. You're only paying for phone calls that are being made or form fills that are making made directly from the listing that you put off. Another thing kind of between the lines on this, a pay-per-click strategy back in the day without a really, really solid conversion strategy was dangerous, right? The worst thing you could do is have great ads and terrible landing page because if you weren't getting any of those people to convert, you could, you know, Google's going to spend your money. No worries about this. Um, not only do you not have to worry about that because you're only billed when people actually call, but you don't have to worry about getting a landing page, period, right? We'll show you guys how to set this up. It's about building up a listing. And there's actually very few levers that we can kind of pull on that. So it's um, pretty useful because there's a lot less lifting to do on that. And the other thing too, is that as far as the right people clicking, so if you have that situation where you have the immigration attorney who's getting a personal injury issue, you can get a refund for that lead. And we'll show you guys how to do that in this course. But, um, you know, the other thing too, is you sometimes will have these crazy things too. Like, well, people are looking for a chiropractor, a plumber, you, know, you who knows, right? Again, it's harder to suss out how these people are landing on legal pages and what's possessing them to call a lawyer after seeing that they're not a plumber. But these things do happen. We had to deal with this all the time when we were in the PPC world. And um, that's not something you guys have to deal with anymore. So all this kind of combines to LSAs being this fantastic platform that you really can't get burned on. 
So as far as kind of the next frontier, as far as if we're if we don't have to worry about converting people, if we're dealing with calls and we can filter out all the people that don't call, the only way that you can really lose is if you can't take that intake. And the good news is that since you're seeing this after having purchased the book we just wrote on intake, then you should have that stuff handled. And if you don't have it handled, you at least have the path to get it handled. So you're really in a position with good intake in place. It is almost impossible to get burned on LSAs. The reason I have this little thing about the uh, bowling alley with the bumper pins here too, is it's like, you know, there's really almost no way to throw a gutter ball on this. It's really just a fantastic way to get your feet wet as far as anything goes with paid advertising. And the cool thing is that at the moment, the cost for LSA leads are generally lower than Google search for most practice areas that we found, right? I'm not going to put too many numbers out there just to not date this video because I really hope we do have this for many years. But uh, at the time, we've seen costs go anywhere from, you know, half to a third or a quarter of what we're seeing for the exact same type of person that's converting from a Google search ad, right? So it's really fantastic. And then, you know, if you have the situation where you're getting all these benefits and it's not priced in, again, over time, I do expect these numbers to kind of match up. But especially if you're in a niche practice or an area that's not super well populated, um, you could have the situation where you're getting these for super cheap for years to come. The biggest downside, once you're up and running, and I would say that the, the real biggest downside is not getting this stuff set up, which you guys don't have to worry about because you have the whole blueprint. But the biggest downside once you're up and running is being able to scale this. So you might not be able to run a seven-figure law firm based on LSA traffic alone. However, once you get to the situation, there's enough lead volume in most areas where you could very, very easily, and again, it's, I mean, being extremely conservative with these numbers, five to $10,000 per month on your LSA ads, if we have a channel with a good intake, like I said, you know, read the book, make sure you get that stuff implemented. You can trip over this. And again, if you're going from the situation where you're a solo, you're dealing with referrals, Five or 10,000 extra dollars per month is enough to figure out the scale challenge at the next level, right? I say this in the book, I'll say it again here. If you have the situation where you have a problem that money can solve and you have access to money, then you don't have a problem, right? If that's a personnel issue, if that's figuring out new marketing channels, if that's investing into software or consultants or whatever you need to do, you're going to have a lot more money to play with once you get this stuff locked in. So anyways, that is why I think LSAs are a fantastic good place to start. And with that in mind, let's go ahead and get started. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode. 